The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey friends, my name's Olivia Perez and I'm an entrepreneur, journalist, and the host of the Friend of a Friend podcast. Every Monday, I meet with some of today's youngest and brightest entrepreneurs to make space to tell their stories and shine a light on who I believe to be the next generation of luminaries. I'll interview up-and-comers and game changers from brand builders to personalities, activists, artists, and thought leaders from around the world. Each episode lets you be a fly on the wall during one of the greatest pep talks, like a conversation between you and a friend or a friend of a friend. See you there. It's Mariana. I'm an influencer and co-founder of Summer Fridays, and welcome back to the Life with Mariana podcast. In this episode, I'm joined by Hiram. He is a content creator and founder of the new skincare line, Selfless by Hiram, available now at Sephora. So in this episode, we talk about the early days of his YouTube channel, starting TikTok and how it really changed his career, and now being a brand founder and how he deals with his creative burnout and scheduling and all of the things that he has on his plate. I would love if you took a moment just to subscribe to my podcast. It is free and I've got new episodes every Tuesday. And while you're listening to Hiram, if you found this episode interesting or motivating or inspirational, I would love if you could just send it to one person so they could hear. Now let's hear from Hiram. Okay. So Hiram, I need to know what social media platform you started on first. Oh yeah. So I actually started on YouTube. YouTube is kind of my home when it comes to social media. Um, I started on 2017, in 2017, um, started uploading pretty inconsistently, but over time got a little bit more consistent. And then the rest of the platforms, I, I joined Instagram shortly after, and then TikTok, I think was May or April of 2020. Which is insane to think about how TikTok has really changed your career in the last year, because I knew about your YouTube channel before, but I feel like oh, in the last year, it's been amazing. Was there a YouTube video you felt like really changed like the trajectory of like it being something you were uploading to like being more consistent and being able to become a career? You know, not really. I, I'd say it was a a bunch of different videos and a certain style of videos. Um, when I started doing reaction videos on my channel, that's really when I started to notice um, traction. And I also started to notice traction on the series I did called The Truth About. So I talk about different skincare brands and um, just kind of give my opinions on the ingredient list and formulation. But it, it, it's so funny. Um, I, I remember it was right around the end of the year, I think it was Christmas time and I was in Seattle and I'd gone on this fun trip and was so sick. So I was in bed all day and just editing constantly. And I uploaded, I think like four videos in a row and all of them just exploded at the same time. And I I was like reeling, uh, laying there like sick out of my mind in bed, just so shocked at seeing the numbers going up um, really quickly. And that's where it basically started to grow because that's when I, um, you know, was right around the, I think, 100,000 subscriber mark milestone. I feel like it's really scary to start a YouTube channel or any kind of social media platform. So how did you find the confidence to put yourself out there to even start a channel to begin with? Oh, thank you. I mean, yeah, it's it's always scary. I think it's because when you first start on, on social media, you are so scared because you know that everyone's watching. You're wondering what people are going to think of you, what your family, what your friends are going to think of you. And uh, it's kind of, you know, an opportunity to be vulnerable. Uh, but the great thing is that when I, you know, I felt all of those emotions as well. And then I posted my first videos 
And I realized that no one was watching. <laughs> My videos weren't getting any views. And so I could do whatever I want. You know, it didn't matter really what content I created. I could just create the content that I had the most fun creating and just enjoy the process because no one's watching. So I just get to be myself. And I think that is really what I'm really grateful for that because it allowed me to fully fall in love with the passion of creating content as opposed to, you know, pursuing YouTube for any, you know, a more trivial reason, I guess. And yeah, it's, it's funny. And I'd say to anyone out there who is wanting to start on social media, I, I like to tell them that just to, you know, be realistic. It's very difficult to like immediately blow up out of nowhere and think, you know, it's also a great opportunity to really find yourself, find your online personality, find the type of content you want to create and really mold the creator you want to be. And then, you know, it is hard at the beginning, especially if you're not getting views and you're not able to monetize it to become a career. So how did you balance creating content for free on your channel at the beginning while still doing all the other things you were doing in your life? Good question. Yeah, because at that point in my life, I was working about 60 to 65 hours a week at two different jobs. And, uh, you know, YouTube is is a very time consuming thing. Um, usually per video, it, it takes me about 10 hours of um, work total. So when I was uploading like three, four times a week on top of my normal work schedule, it was it was a lot. I think more than anything, though, I really just trusted in the process. Uh, not only did I fall in love and find this incredible community online that I loved engaging with and interacting with, because that was something that I hadn't really experienced in my life before, um, being able to be a part of such a cool community. I think that just naturally fueled my desire to make content. But I also just had this underlying feeling and just belief that if I stuck with it, you know, it, it was going to pay off. And I thought payoff meant like, I'd make a hundred bucks a month off of it, <laughs> you know, like it would be a fun side hustle, side gig. And, you know, maybe one day something a little bigger. I, I definitely did not anticipate this, but yeah. <laughs> Which is so insane. Cause I feel like now it's like your opinion has so much weight and can like make or break a product or a launch or can make something go so viral, whether it's an indie beauty brand and now they have a bestseller. And so do you, like, did you, ever anticipate that like TikTok would become what it has? Like, I, I feel like it's insane, like the, the platform on there and how fast you grew. Oh, I, absolutely not. It's so funny. Um, I was one of those people that was really hesitant to go on TikTok. I think just the TikTok ads I was shown were just not reflective of the type of content I would like to watch. And so I, I remember getting on TikTok kind of as a joke. And I like posted like a few pieces of content that obviously I didn't put any effort into was just, you know, kind of feeling it out. And uh, I was actually talking to my friend, Brad Mondo. Uh, if you watch him, he, he does hairdresser reacts videos. He's, he's great. And he was telling me like, you should really start, you know, focusing on TikTok more. And my best friend was telling me the same thing. And, you know, I didn't realize that at the time, but having a platform where I'm able to, so like, uh, pretty like intimately connects with my audience where I'm able to see like their skincare routines and hear their concerns and see videos of them is really what made me so excited to start on TikTok. And I think people really enjoyed that, seeing that connection because man, it blew up really quickly. And honestly, I, I can't explain why, but it just, uh, it, it took me a while to get into the TikTok scene. But, but once I got in, um, it, it's been an awesome journey. 
I feel like it's an amazing place for new creators because it really is the fastest place to grow. And I love seeing so many influencers on there who had normal jobs a year ago. And now they're like some of the biggest beauty creators on there and how you just have an equal chance of going viral and that it can really change people's lives. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I, I've seen so many people's lives change just because of TikTok. And, you know, YouTube is so difficult because you really have to play the long game. Uh, it takes years usually of uploading content before you see any type of, you know, um, benefit or payoff. Um, with TikTok, though, you can blow up so quickly. I know people who, you know, just their first post gets them tens of thousands of followers and it's just casual. You know, it's it's really amazing. And I highly encourage anyone you know, who is considering being a creator starting on TikTok. But I also do recommend YouTube because I feel like YouTube does have um, longevity. But we'll see, you know, as we move forward. And then between all of your different platforms, how do you decide what kind of content goes in each place? Yeah. So honestly, my relationship with TikTok has always been more so just creating fun content, creating content that people, you know, smile at, that they laugh at, that they enjoy you know, something that's more playful rather than um, as deep dive information ingredients heavy as YouTube. YouTube is definitely, I feel like, where if you're passionate about skincare and you want to learn the ins and outs and ingredients and products and formulation, that's really where my videos can talk a lot more about that. But I say on TikTok is where if I, you know, want to create a, a joke or a meme, you know, around something that has to do with skincare or show, show a fun, funny moment or do my um, duet reaction style videos. That's definitely the best place for that. One of the sponsors of the podcast is a brand that I love that I've used and ordered for so many years. And that is Sakara because feeling your best starts with what you eat. And Sakara gives you the ability to not just eat healthy, but truly enjoy it with chef crafted plant rich meals that build a foundation for radiant health. So if you're looking to change the food that you eat, instead of imposing restrictions and limits, just nourish your body and give it more of what it really needs. And Sakara believes in giving you more of what's good for you. Sakara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what you eat. Their organic, ready-to-eat meals are made with powerful plant-based ingredients and are designed to boost your energy, improve your digestion, and get your skin glowing. So they have ready-to-eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and their menus change weekly with creative, chef-crafted food so you'll never get bored. It is delivered fresh to your door anywhere in the U.S. So along with their delicious, plant-rich meals, Sakara also offers daily wellness essentials like supplements and herbal teas to support your nutrition. Experience the transformative power of plants with their best-selling Metabolism Super Powder. It's made with organic raw cacao, and it works to boost energy, eliminate bloating, minimize sugar cravings, and reduce fatigue. So if you want to try Sakara, now is the time. Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash LWM for Life with Mariana or enter code LWM at checkout. That's Sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash L-W-M to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash L-W-M. Now let's get back to the episode. Okay, so you have so much going on. We're going to get into the brand in a second, but between creating content, working on your own brand now, you know, trying to have a life outside of it, how do you deal with creative burnout? Oh, this is a great question <laughs> and one that I'm actively working to to address. Um, you know, it's interesting when I started blowing up on TikTok last year and, and on YouTube as well, I was just working nonstop all day, every day. Um, by the end of 2020, I was pulling three to four all-nighters a week, 
consistently for, you know, months in a row and just absolutely exhausted. And right around the end of last year was when I just realized, I don't think I can do this <laughs> like for a long time. And I need to address this before I completely stop and I'm not able to create any more content. And now I've been taking a lot more steps to be able to find relaxed time, find time to, you know, honestly, my de-stressors are really important to me. Um, some things that de-stress me are going on drives, going to the beach, going on a hike, connecting with nature, hanging out with friends, uh, going to a restaurant I love to eat. Like those things kind of de-stress you and help you realize that, you know, the world goes on, even though you're feeling stressed out of your mind. And I think for, you know, any, any creators too, because I wish I could have told myself this, for any creators who may not think that they will struggle with burnout, even though you absolutely love to do your job and love every moment of it, doesn't mean it's healthy to do it 24-7 <laughs> every single day. Uh, it's healthy for the body to take breaks from work, for your mind to take breaks. And that's what I've been learning. And I'm slowly getting better. Um, now that launch is here, uh, truthfully, it's gotten a little bit more relaxed uh, because prior to launch, wow, it was it was crazy. Okay, so now we have to talk about the launch because congratulations. I mean, it's so amazing. I feel like the whole internet was petitioning for you to start your own brand. So like, how did this come about? And when did you know it was the right time to launch your own line? Thank you, first of all. Um, yeah, I'd say when I started my channel, I got a lot of people asking, you know, are you coming out with a brand? When are you coming out with a brand? And I really didn't know if I could offer anything unique to the industry until I realized I could combine social change and skincare together. Something that, you know, I haven't seen done before and is a little bit more unique, at least with as frontward facing we are about it. But as soon as I recognized that and I realized that my brand could really be a catalyst for positive social change, that's when my passion grew. And I, you know, knew I wanted to start creating something. And for, for the first eight months, I worked on the brand on my own. And I thought I was going to bring it to market completely on my own, but I I'm glad I didn't. Um, I was able to partner with the Inky List to really make it a bigger, more impactful launch. Yeah, it's it's just been a whirlwind ever since, to be honest. And I, I've kept it super, super quiet because I've seen every single comment on my channel asking, when are you going to come out with a skincare brand? You need to come out with a skincare brand. And I knew that if I even breathed a word ahead of time, um, <laughs> people would be, you know, they would be very eager to learn more, but I'm so happy that it's finally here after so long of, of working on it and developing it and going a million miles an hour. Yeah. It's just, it's a great moment. I feel like, you know, being an influencer, content creator, reviewer of products makes you so uh, such a tough critic when it comes to making your own products because you know yes. how harsh you judge others. So when you were creating this kind of what was like your philosophy behind the formulas? Yeah. So I wanted to, you know, as much as possible, develop formulas that were unique from what you typically find on the market. My approach is definitely gentle actives. I really like the approach of daily skin health maintenance utilizing, you know, powerful active ingredients included at low percentages to get that consistent care without the, you know, risk of sensitivity and irritation. Uh, you know, there's so many products on the market that are, you know, crazy high percentage exfoliants, um, the most powerful instantaneous results. And there's so many products on the market as well that are, you know, so simplified solely designed for people with really compromised skin. And I wanted to find a, a happy medium and uh, marry, you know, the, the vision of a tried and true you know, ingredient that I love, say, you know, 
uh, retinol and marry it with uh, a more innovative ingredient like rainbow algae to you know deliver a, a formula that I think for all of our formulas, I think is totally unique to the industry. Now that you have your own brand, like what do you feel like it's actually like, like, do you feel like, oh, I understand why other brands do these things. Like, do you understand like limitations more now where you're like, you're dreaming of something in your mind and like, sometimes (laughs) it's just not possible to create. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there was many moments in the lab to where, you know, I, I know, I knew I better understood why brands took the route that they did. Um, if a product, you know, you're developing a formula and you realize that it has a really unpleasant odor and you want, you know, the product to be amazing, but that odor is, you know, really, really bothering you. I'm like, you know, I understand why, you know, a lot of brands want to use fragrance and a, a bunch of different elements I was able to see, especially because, you know, when it comes to, you know, the standards that we set for ourselves with Selfless, um, which is, you know, trying to be above industry standard and, and really showing, you know, consumers what's possible. Uh, that comes at a very high price point. And it's so easy as a brand to, you know, want to take the cheaper, more affordable um, routes uh, when it comes to ingredient quality, sustainable packaging, um, whatever it may be. It's very easy to want to do that. And it, it takes, you know, it's a lot of pressure having to make the you know, most impactful decision every single time, but I'm really proud of it. And I think, you know, I still stand by a lot of like my perspectives, but I'm definitely more understanding now because it it is a challenge when creating a brand as I'm sure you understand more than anyone. (laughs) Yes. It's, it's so difficult because sometimes there's things you want to do, but you can't necessarily talk about it yet, or you're working on things behind Mm -hmm. the scenes. And then you also know, like lead times are so long. So by the time something actually can change or be out into the world, it's just, it just takes time. And so I feel like the biggest struggle for me is like how long things take. Like I wish things could move a little bit faster. I agree. It takes so long, um, especially when it just comes to like really advanced or innovative formulas or any, anything that, you know, would need to be like classified as a drug or anything like that. It's the time (laughs) it takes to develop all of that. And especially when it comes to like fulfillment and manufacturing and everything, it's, it is a very lengthy process. I'm not sure why the cosmetics industry has that reputation for taking so long. But you know, there's so many elements that go into it. I understand why. Taking a break because sometimes I know shopping for new clothes can be so stressful. So Stitch Fix is here to make it really easy by doing the work for you so you can spend more time doing the things that you love instead because maybe you've gotten used to your work from home routine, but your wardrobe hasn't adjusted yet. Well, let Stitch Fix help you so you can redefine what your Zoom casual look might be or going into the summer. Stitch Fix offers clothes hand-selected by experts for your unique size, style, and budget. It's a completely different and fun way to find clothes that you'll love to wear. Every piece is chosen for your fit and your life and the easy solution to finding what makes you look and feel your best. You can try on pieces at home before you buy and then just keep your favorites and send back the rest. It's so easy because Stitch Fix has free shipping, easy returns and exchanges, and a prepaid return envelope is included. There is no subscription required. Try Stitch Fix once or set up automatic deliveries. You'll pay just $20 for the styling fee for each box, which gets credited towards pieces you keep, and there's no hidden fees ever. Stitch Fix has styles and clothes to fit any occasion for women, men, and kids, and they ship all over the U.S. and also available in the U.K. as well. So I know shopping for clothes can be so daunting and you never know if things will fit and returns are so difficult. So let Stitch Fix do all the hard work. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash Mariana and you'll get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. 
That's stitchfix.com slash Mariana for 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. Stitchfix.com slash Mariana. Now let's hear more from Hiram. So why was Sephora the right place for you? Sephora was where I first discovered my passion for cosmetics. That's where I, you know, wandered in when I was, you know, younger college students struggling to accept myself and my expression, my sexuality, and felt so loved and so accepted in that environment was paired with a tinted moisturizer. I went home, I put it on, looked in the mirror, and it was the first time I'd ever felt beautiful in my life. And it was such a powerful experience and sparked my entire passion that I have today. And so in addition to just feeling like it's it's the perfect place for that, Sephora has global presence. And I knew if I was going to be launching a brand, I would want it to be as globally accessible as possible because my subscribers are located all around the world. And the amount of comments that I see every single day of people saying, I can't find your recommendations in my country. There's no way I can get them. It just like breaks my heart because I know a lot of regions don't have uh, as much access to uh, skincare products as I would hope. And so I knew if I was going to be launching a brand, I would want it to be able to expand globally as much as possible. And Sephora has been an absolutely incredible partner. I've just been blown away by their support and uh, it will be launching globally with Sephora in 29 countries total on the 24th. So it's amazing. (laughs) Sephora is the best. And I mean, I just personally love shopping there. I feel like every time I go in, sometimes I'm just there like to like look at our products and I always end up with like a basket full of things. (laughs) I know me too. Yeah. Sephora has been really, Sephora has been really awesome to the brand and everything. Tell me about the sustainability initiatives you're doing with the brand and social change, because I know that's a huge part of your brand. Yeah. So uh, I wanted to make sure that the brand targeted the most pressing issues facing the world right now, which we deemed right now to be climate change and lack of access to clean drinking water. So I wanted the products to be as impactful as possible. And rather than just presenting it as saying, you know, we donated this percentage or we donated this amount, I wanted people to know the exact direct and measurable impact that every individual product had. So for the water products, uh, if you purchase a water product, you're providing one person with a year's worth of clean drinking water um, every time you purchase. And if you purchase a climate product, you're protecting forests from deforestation all around the world. And that was really important to me to make sure that the social impact was as forward as possible so that people knew that when they purchase a product, they know the exact impact that's being made. And we have amazing partnerships with Thirst Project and Rainforest Trust to be able to make those social impact stories possible. And honestly, I'm so excited for years down the road to look back and go to the communities where clean water has been provided or go to the forests that were you know, supposed to be deforested and now protected and just to see the impact in person. I think it's going to be such a cool such a cool part of the brand. Clean water is so important. I actually had built, well, I donated and had a well built a few years ago because it's, I think people don't understand like in these places, young girls, instead of going to school, they spend their entire day walking to get clean drinking water to bring it back. And it's, it's really like an entire change of like, if there's clean water available, then the girls can go to school. And so they make better lives for themselves. So the impact it can make is incredible. 
Yeah, it's huge. Oh, that's so that's so cool of you. Yeah, no, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, it's not an isolated problem. Obviously, you know, there's the health issues that come with lack of access to clean drinking water, but you're right. It affects girls and women. Um, they're predominantly assigned with the task of collecting water. It disempowers communities, economies. It, it creates, you know, risks and danger for anyone who is trekking all that way to get water. And a lot of times the water's not even clean at the end of the day that they're trekking hours and hours for. So yeah, with both of the impacts, I really wanted to make sure that the solutions that we teamed up to provide were the most impactful on a larger scale. And that's a perfect example of one of the ways. Oh, I love that you're doing that. And I think it will inspire so many other people to do that with their brands as well. And between brand, YouTube and everything, how are you balancing your time? What does a day of work look like for you? Like, what are you doing each day? Great question. Um, I would say, so usually I like to start my day right around sunrise. I always like to look at the sunrise in the morning um, when I wake up. And I'd say one of the things I love about what I do is that every single day is different. But one of the things I hate about what I do is that every single day is different. Uh, it's very hard to find like a pattern and a consistent schedule when different things are just demanding your attention. So usually like say a day in my life right now, um, I'll have three to five hours of meetings in the morning. Um, I'll like to do a little bit of filming in the middle of the day. Um, if I can, I usually like to sneak in an app. Uh, I usually have some calls after that or meetings with my team. And then uh, and then into the night, I end up uh, editing or um, just working on planning what's to come. And I'm trying to get to bed before midnight. That's usually the goal. <laughs> midnight, that's a long day. It is a long day. And, you know, it's... You, it's it's a lot better than it used to be. I will say that. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I've I've improved a lot. And honestly, by the end of this year, I am taking steps right now to ensure that I will have a lot more free time. So that way I can, you know, have weekends and nights off and things like, you know, that should be yes. a part of every normal person's schedule. I know it's so hard because I feel like when you create content, it's like 24 seven all the time, all year long. But in any normal job, you would be able to have your weekends free or holidays. And mm-hmm. so I think I remember writing you around Christmas time and you were taking a break and I'm like, you deserve it. You're working so hard. You just have to take care of yourself because then you can do everything else you need to do in your life better. Thank you. Yeah. You know, it's so, it's so important just for so many different aspects. And I think, you know, like you said, and I'm, I'm sure you understand this too, um, just the, the pressure to be constantly posting and constantly working. And also as a content creator, the pressure you put on yourself to do a lot of it yourself uh, rather than building a team, bringing in other people, trusting other people to be a part of the process. You know, there's, there's so many elements that ends up with you kind of like digging yourself into a hole. But I think the most important thing is, is taking steps to ensure beforehand that you're not going to run into burnout uh, because the worst thing that can happen is if you keep going, pushing yourself so hard, and then you no longer are able to work because you're so burnt out. Yeah. And I feel like with you too, there's so much added pressure because of how everybody relies on what you're going to say and what you think about something. So how do you deal with that stress and that pressure of like, you know, people basically waiting to see what you'll say before they even make a purchase? (laughs) You know, I am very grateful for my beginning days on YouTube because when I started posting, like I said before, I realized that no one was really watching. So I just wanted to create content. And it kind of just introduced this dynamic where I loved being a part of the community, but I didn't really let the perception of the community get to me at a deeper level. And as I've grown, it hasn't felt real at all. The, the fact that so many people are watching my videos and it, it relates to this in a good way in the sense that 
I don't feel a lot of pressure uh, when I'm making reviews. I just feel like, you know, uh, I want to adhere to the same standards I've always had and just communicate that. And I, I haven't really felt as much pressure. I'd say with the exception of like a few videos, like I did a review on Fenty Skin and that was like, that was one of the moments I did feel a lot of pressure just because I love Rihanna and I love so much what the brand stands for, but you know, there's ingredients in the products that I personally wasn't a fan of, and it's sometimes hard to be transparent when you're not sure how people are going to respond. But overall, I'd say because so much of this has not felt real and it just still blows my mind uh, that I have an audience online watching my videos, uh, it just kind of allows me to keep doing my thing. And I'm really grateful for that. Taking a break to tell you all about Function of Beauty, one of the great sponsors of this podcast. So if you don't love your hair, then you need to break up with your current hair care routine and it's time to try Function of Beauty instead. Function of Beauty is the world leader in customizable beauty, offering precise formulations for your hair's specific needs. So here's how you get started. First, you'll take a quiz and go through and tell them a little bit about your hair type and your hair goals, such as length, volumize, and oil control. And because your hair changes with the season, you can change your hair goals before every shipment. Next, you'll choose the color and fragrance, or you can go fragrance and dye free. Then Functions team determines the perfect blend of ingredients. They bottle your formula and deliver it right to you. So my hair goals were for deep conditioning and color protection, and I have wavy and fine hair. And the scent that I picked was Takes Two to Mango. And what I love is that every ingredient Function of Beauty uses is vegan and cruelty-free, and they never use sulfates or parabens, or you can go completely silicone-free. And Function of Beauty offers completely personalized formulas for body and skincare as well, so you can customize your beauty routine from head to toe. So never buy off-shelf just to be disappointed ever again. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash LWM for Life with Mariana to take your quiz and get 20% off your first order. That applies to their full range of customized hair, skin, and body products. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash LWM to let them know we sent you and get 20% off your first order. That's functionofbeauty.com slash LWM. So do you think now having your own skincare brand that will kind of change what your content looks like? Do you still want to review products like the way that you have before? So um, I'm looking to shift my content a little bit. I, you know, reflecting back on my content and how much I've made surrounding skincare, um, I feel like I'm at a point where a lot of what I needed to say has been said. And the skincare community has changed so much. I mean, even when I first started, uh, there was very few skincare creators on YouTube. It was hard to find any reviews of any brands. And there wasn't really a larger conversation around like skin sensitivity and irritation and using gentle products and um, not using really, you know, harsh damaging products. And I used to see DIY skincare posts, um, you know, on the daily. Now it's a completely different world. There are so many sources of information, so many new creators talking about skincare and really spreading the message as, you know, as detailed as they want to go. And so you have so many options. And I feel like, you know, for me, I've really said what has needs to be said. And being that, you know, I am a brand owner now, there's an obvious bias um, because you know, I've, I've developed my own products. And I think from now, I, I am slowly shifting to kind of encompass a new 
form, uh, new forms of content while still staying consistent with, you know, my reaction videos and some of the fun stuff. But I'm excited about the upcoming content I have because it, it's just a little, a little different. And I'd say encompasses and shows another side of me. How much are you thinking about like the brand of Hiram? Like all of the things that you're doing from your, you know, new skincare brand to your content? Like, are you really like thinking of a game plan of like where you want your, your career to go? Yeah, you know, um, it has been so, you know, catapulting. <laughs> so I feel like I spend a lot of the time like reeling and just trying to play catch up. Um, Cause you know, this industry is just so fast paced. It's so quickly moving. Uh, now that I've been able to properly set up my team and um, build out and launch my brand, I feel like I finally have a little bit of a glimpse of what I would want to do in the future and what everything looks like for me. Honestly, I, I feel like right now I'm kind of in the middle of figuring out exactly what that is. But I'm, I know for, you know, continuing to build out the brand and um, the selfless philosophy and really focus on that while shifting my YouTube content to kind of go back to the, the basics, um, just kind of creating content I want to create, not necessarily thinking about what's going to get views, what's, you know, going to go viral, uh, what type of content that has done well in the past, rather just shifting to you know, have YouTube show my life. And then I honestly am excited about some like side passions. I, I, I want to start up and see where they take me. I feel like YouTube at its origin for me was a side hustle, a side passion. And I feel like because it's become my whole life, I haven't been able to pursue any new hobbies. So yeah, I feel like, I feel like the future is bright. It definitely is. I feel like this is just the beginning of so many great things coming for you. And for anyone looking to follow your career path, do you have any resources or recommendations, either books you read or things you like to follow that maybe could be helpful for them either in skincare or as a content? Great question. I'd say, honestly, for books, um, The Obstacle is the Way. I cannot remember who it's by. I think it's by Ryan something. (laughs) It's a really good book um, that really changed uh, my perspective when it came to, you know, overcoming hurdles and obstacles, um, because when you are a content creator, uh, it, it is inevitable that it will be an uphill battle for the first while before you you start to grow. It's just going to be a lot of work and you have to constantly be focused on innovation. And that's a really good book that kind of shows you how to adjust your perspective to see obstacles as opportunities. I'd also say Start With Why by Simon Sinek. Um, is a great way to really figure out like how to connect with people based off of values and what their why is and what's really driving them forward. Yeah, I'd say my personal recommendation more than anything, um, I feel like it's good to be consistent. And in the industry, people are always saying consistency is key. That's what matters. Just keep posting. But um, I've always said consistency won't matter without innovation, um, without creativity. If you're not constantly pushing yourself to think, what type of new content can I create? What's something different? How can I bring in a new audience? Um, And you combine that with consistency, I think you're bound bound to be successful. But it's, it's good to not get in the rut of just uploading the same form of content over and over again. I love that. I think that's amazing advice because I think we all just get so used to posting the same thing over and over again. And we're kind of afraid to see what, you know, maybe people won't like it or maybe the algorithm won't favor this new type of content. But I love that, you know, you're even doing that now. Like you're going to create content that you love regardless of the views. And that's like what makes you happy. And I feel like that consistency plus the creativity is like why you've gotten to where you are today. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, you know, anything, anything in my story that can help other, other people grow is, is I think great. And I don't know, I I feel like social media is such an incredible thing because it's able to, you know, it's, it's really based off of your work ethic and your ability to to connect with people. 
people and authenticity, that's what's really the most rewarding. When you can find your authentic voice and when people can see that, um, it's going to be, make people connect with you at such a deeper level than purely just, you know, content or uh, ideas alone. And I feel like it's, you know, the the new magical frontier. And I love seeing all the people that are growing on on social media within the skincare community and without. And I just, I, I think there's a bright future. Me too. Do you spend, what app do you think you spend your most time on? I'd say TikTok is definitely the app I spend the most time on uh, because the, the For You page is, is really, really creating exactly the type of content you want. And for me, I, I love the balance of social issues with funny videos, with informational and educational videos, and uh, alongside, you know, meme style videos that, that just make me laugh. I feel like there's such a good balance and it's definitely the platform I spend the most time on because the second I open it, I get sucked in and it's impossible for me to Same. balance a healthy amount of time on it. <laughs> I, I have to set app limits for myself so that I don't spend too much time. I always end up ignoring them, but at least like it's let me know when I've spent too much time on the app, but I feel like I could be on TikTok all day. Yeah, I completely agree. It's very addictive. And that's what one thing I warn people beforehand, of just like before you get TikTok, be aware that it's very addictive. It's, I, I love it. Okay, so in the last year, between, you know, you've been a content creator for a long time, but really with TikTok, really exploding it, starting a brand, having, you know, our schedules change so much. What have you learned about yourself in the last year? I've definitely learned how far I can push myself and what my limits are. Uh, I, you know, I grew up on a cattle ranch in Arizona. So I was never really given like a lot of opportunities growing up. Life was very simple. And once I started in you know, the social media space, uh, I feel like there was just an endless amount of opportunities that I was piling onto my plate. And while I think I impressed myself with how much work I'm able to do and how dedicated I am to working, um, I think I definitely learned my limits as well. And I think the most valuable lesson I learned was the importance to take time for myself, to take time for mental health, to focus on building good relationships. And that even if, you know, you're building your success and you're building your future. Uh, it's not really going to matter if you don't have the time and energy to enjoy it. Absolutely. And I definitely used to be, yeah, I used to be the person that was just nonstop. Like you could not, uh, I would never say no to anything. It was just go, 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 go constantly. But I'm really grateful. I've, I've learned that lesson and calmed down a little bit. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. This was so amazing. Where can everyone find Selfless by Hiram? Yes. So you can find Selfless by Hiram at Sephora. It's going to be launching June 24th globally, or you can go to selflessbyhiram.com if you want to learn more about the social impact and everything that we're doing. Amazing. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening and be sure to subscribe to my podcast and rate and review because it would mean so much to me and follow me on Instagram at Mariana underscore Hewitt to see what episodes are coming up next.